Everybody's happy with the three mil tax increase? John. Yeah, um, the uh, road program, um, if you see what the state is doing now on the state roads to go through Newtown and elsewhere, um, they just don't patch jobs. Uh, sometimes it's half the road, sometimes it's just one uh, outside lane or inside lane where there were ruts. And they just do half of it because uh, the expense of doing the whole road and uh, you know, Midtown doesn't do that. They pave the whole street. There's a pothole to come and fix it. They're pretty good with that on the on the township streets. But uh, what is the policy? Why does Newtown want to pave the whole street? I've seen them in the past where they paved streets that didn't really need it. A few potholes, stuff like that. And, you know, could have been fixed. Uh, I've also seen where they paved the stuff. The contractors they use, they weren't good. They, uh, you know, lots of uh, places where, uh, uh, you know, catches water now and all that. Well, you know, I never thought of it that way. Um, I did have, when I first ran for office, I was really critical of some of the roads that were chosen to be paved. I drove around. I looked at them, and to me, you know, I didn't see uh, much that uh, really needed repaving. Uh, but uh, I was, uh, I didn't win any friends uh, by saying anything like that. So the way the roads are chosen is a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Um, you know, I know that in some townships they have a database. And in fact, Michelle Fountain in, uh, I think it's Doylestown, once made a presentation of all the roads that they labeled that uh, needed to be repaired immediately or in two years or five years. And that was completely made public. And uh, I don't see that in Newtown, which is something I would like to see. So, for example, you know, I haven't gone around and looked at the roads that are currently on the list to see what condition they are in, to do my own inventory. You know, I probably have a lot of better things to do, but I know that a road that I travel every, every day is in my neighborhood, obviously, and it's a Wexley Drive, and for the last maybe three years, I've been asking that this road be put on the list. <laughs> Finally, and if you drive by it, you're going to see a lot of patches. You're going to see, uh, and they're on both sides of the road, John. So, you know, if you, you can't just patch, you just can't pave one side of the road. I mean, maybe that's possible to do like on a two-lane uh, road. But Wexley Drive is, you know, a narrow road, and uh, I don't think that, it's feasible. And there are patches and potholes on, on both sides of the street. I don't know when the last time that road was repaved. So I would like to see that kind of a database to get an idea of uh, where we are. But uh, I can say that we're not getting ahead of the game. You need to pave three and a half miles of roads a year uh, we're only doing maybe two and a half, 
And so it's the condition of the roads overall is getting worse and worse rather than better. So that's my spiel. And uh, I don't know about the contractors. Um, what happens when you do this, you put it out for a bid. And I believe that you have to award the bid to the lowest uh, bidder. And in the last, in this case, in last year for 2023, rather, uh, that was Harris Blacktop. And I think they've, they've been uh, the lowest bidder for a couple of years. So I think the township is, is really constrained uh, unless there's something uh, problematic with the bid or the contractor you have to accept the, the the lowest bid. So what can I say? I mean, if you have roads that need to be repaired, I know there are some people that are uh, like me, complaining about roads that they think need to be repaired. Uh, you need to talk to Joe Schiavone. Uh, his number and email is available on the township website. And um, see what he has to say. I don't know if that adequately answers your question, John, or your concern. I know you're just concerned about it. No, that's, that's good. It's... Okay, I think Bradley, uh, did you want to say something? Can you want to unmute yourself? Yeah, I just had a question um, about the uh, taxes being, you know, raised. I mean, I understand we need to, you know, fund a lot of projects and we have a lot of, you know, money that needs to be allocated for certain things to keep up with, you know, the safety with the police officers, firefighters and the roads. But is there anybody that is looking at the proposed budget um, that is like an outsider from the supervisors? Um, that is seeing if it's, you know, hey, maybe we don't need to spend this much on this, but we can spend more on that. That way it's kind of being shared that we're not raising $3 million just because, you know, Calabro or, uh, you know, Dennis Fisher or yourself wants this funded, but, you know, a little bit more than that, that someone on the outside is looking at it to try to like, you know, be like a, uh, you know, a, a guy that, a guy or girl, you know, being like an like an auditor of the budget saying, hey, here's what I think would be the best way to allocate the money that will help the residents not have to spend X amount of dollars in taxes increase, but will also get all the funding that you need. Well, I, I don't think so. We've gotten some consultants a few two or three years ago uh, talk about what uh, is needed and what the future taxes would have to be to cover what's needed. So, uh, for example, the number of firefighters and weekend coverage. I mean, uh, the chief um, of uh, the fire services, uh, Mr. Forsyth, uh, issued a memorandum, which, uh, you know, maybe you guys don't have, but um, you know, there's all sorts of uh, problems with the volunteers these days. It's very difficult to get the volunteers to cover the weekends, uh, and they are understaffed. So 
uh, for the last three or four years, the chief has been putting in for this grant. Now that um, won't cover all the expenses. So you have to add four more firefighters to get a uh, daytime coverage for the weekend as well as the week for paid firefighters. That means they are there, they are in, in, in the firehouse, ready to go on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, now, eventually, after three years, or maybe even after one year, there's going to be uh, expenses that are not covered by this grant. And that's what the township manager was talking about, future tax increases is going to be needed to support that. Now, uh, this again, there was an outside expert who came in and did a study of the uh, volunteer and paid fire department. And that was strongly recommended as well as the purchase of, um, of new fire trucks. And, um, you know, I'm not an expert in that area, but these, the two mil tax increase for those, for that purpose, I don't find it as, um, you know, I think it's something that is really, really necessary. Um, now there's another one mil tax increase uh, with regard to getting a loan, perhaps to cover uh, two projects that uh, one of them was the, uh, traffic signal, uh, crosswalk signals, uh, flashing beacons and so on at uh, Newtown Yardley Road and Tara Drive. Uh, and that was uh, discussed ad nauseum at our meetings where residents of uh, Newtown Walk uh, organized themselves to come in and try to get this because the children have to walk across, at the time when they said this, they had to walk across to get to the school bus. And uh, they complained about the traffic on Newtown Yardley Road going much faster than, than 35 miles per hour. So, you know, we were able to okay the planning for this uh, flashing beacon. Now, I had thought that perhaps we would get some kind of a grant to cover that, but, you know, I don't think the township is like, um, has a specific person who writes grants, so it's very difficult to get a grant. The other thing was for the streetlight program. Uh, again, uh, this could be a public safety issue because LED lights uh, can be controlled, for example, by the police in high crime areas. They can be put brighter, or if it's too bright in a neighborhood, they could be dimmed at certain places. So each one is, uh, uh, you know, adjustable. Plus, you know, it would save the township a, a, a lot of money eventually. But, you know, my feeling is if there's too much... Uh, uh, opposition to raising taxes, this one mill tax is the one tax that is going to be dropped as a compromise. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea, but 
you know, this is what happens when you have a budget that has tax increases. So it remains to be seen. And as the township manager said, this is going to be discussed at future meetings. And I hope more residents come to these meetings. Now, I know also Mr. Frank McCarran uh, was at the last meeting and he suggested something, Bradley, that was sort of similar to what you were talking about, having some kind of outside expert. But um, I, don't, I don't see that happening, to tell you the truth. Did I uh, address that adequately, Bradley? Yes, the only the only reason I brought it up um, is because some of the meetings um, that I've uh, went to, um, I've heard different supervisors, not to name names or whatever, bring up like, oh, this development coming up or this business that's being built is going to help generate more taxes for us. And I don't want a potential that a supervisor uses future developments or buildings as a way to justify raising taxes or doing some type of changes to our budget based on future events that are happening. And that's why I, you know, thought maybe getting an outside person to be like an accountant that would monitor like what the budget should be and how to make it the best, you know, for the residents and for the township that benefits everybody than having somebody that might in their brain think, oh, well, we're going to get two new developments. We're going to get a big business. This will compensate for this. So maybe this year we're going to have to suffer, but next year we'll be good. We don't have to worry about this. That's all I was uh, you know, bringing I'm, up as an idea. I'm not quite sure you're getting it. I mean, I, I, if you have uh, more development and more people coming in, uh, the majority of the revenue that the township makes actually comes from earned income tax. And I, you know, um, and that's been flat. But if you have more residents come in who uh, uh, are working out of town, uh, we collect earned income tax from them, 1% of their uh, income. And uh, half of which goes to the schools, half of which comes to us township. And um, I particularly am, you know, a lot of people are concerned about overdevelopment. And I know I got a lot of grief for mentioning uh, um, the uh, zoning Armageddon that developers are imposing on us by challenging our zoning so that they could build whatever they want, wherever they want. In, in our township, like high-rise, uh, mid-rise, they call it, apartment buildings, and that would increase traffic. And uh, a lot of people are complaining about traffic. So if you uh, try to cut down on development, over-development, you're actually, you know, not providing the means for increasing uh, revenue to the township. Uh, which might have to be made up with taxes then. So, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what else to say. Any other questions? Or I just wanted to get, speaking of overdevelopment, uh, a few people had a, an issue with the, uh, they wanted to know more about the uh, KRE, Kushner Real Estates, 
substantive challenge to our zoning. Um, uh, I think uh, most people know that this uh, real estate group wants to build a 245 uh, apartment uh, complex on uh, Lower Silver Lake Road, uh, just a couple of hundred yards down from uh, uh, the Wawa that's going to be there. Some people ask about when's the Wawa construction going to begin. I believe it's going to begin in the spring of 2024, uh, as last I heard. Um, but, so this uh, KRE, uh, they had a hearing, and as maybe most of you know, they wanted to bump me off the board for that hearing so that I couldn't uh, vote on it because I said this was Zoni Armageddon. And, um, you know, so that didn't work. So they're trying all kinds of um, uh, tricks to uh, influence the voting. Uh, interestingly, the uh, Newtown Sewer Authority, which also some people uh, were asking about, wants to build a sewage treatment plant at that particular location. They would have to buy the land from this developer. And so far, what I've heard is that, you know, that just might happen. It might be something that the uh, developer will agree to, sell it to the sewer authority. Uh, and I also heard that, well, the sewer authority is interested in a in this kind of new technology for a sewer treatment plant that doesn't emit odors. <laughs> I'm a little skeptical, and maybe some of them uh, themselves are a little skeptical, so they're going to visit such a plant in uh, Delaware, I believe. And uh, I asked to also be able to visit that plant, but they're going to go there first and maybe they'll invite uh, some supervisors to go and visit the plant as well and sniff it out and see if that's uh, a viable thing to do. Now, this is very complicated for me. I mean, um, it's going to cost a lot of money to build a, a sewage plant. They're going to have to uh, issue a bond and uh, c to cover the expenses. Uh, and they claim it's going to prevent uh, big increases because uh, otherwise the Bucks County Sewer Authority will keep on raising rates and that would have to be passed along to us. But uh, so far, the uh, Bucks County has not increased the rates this year, maybe because there's uh, elections. But um, that's kind of what's happening in that area. And I know somebody had a purse uh, question about the uh, Worthington Mill Bridge repair on 413, I believe. Uh, I think that's in Wrightstown. So I don't know anything about that. It's the PennDOT is repairing the bridge that was damaged in a, um, what was it, a 2021 hurricane or something, uh, storm. 
So I don't, I don't know anything about that, I'm sorry to say. Anybody else have um, questions or concerns? I know it's a quarter to eight. Uh, when does the Phillies game begin anyway? Did it begin already? I thought it began already. I don't know. Any other questions? John? John. Um, you know, you talked about the LED lighting. Um, it's kind of uh, hypocritical for the township to change over the street lights to LED lighting, which is good. It's a good idea. It's modern. It's good. Uh, but they don't allow the businesses to have LED lighting. I mean, that was one of the things they went against Wawa for in the zoning <laughs> recently. That's, that's a recent thing. That's why I brought up. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not LED lighting that is prohibited. It's neon gas. It's any gas. No, no, no. They went after the neon lighting. They don't oh, yeah? allow businesses in the township to have LED lighting, which is ridiculous. They want them to have the old style lights. <laughs> okay. Uh, well... I see your point. Uh, I was I was thinking it was like more on the neon lighting. You know, I, I didn't want a, a town to look like Pottersville, but most of that mm-hmm. has to do with businesses that are internal to the shopping centers. Uh, the only other businesses are on uh, Sycamore Street there. And yeah. uh, so, you know, going driving down Sycamore Street, it's good not to see a lot of bright lights, uh, I believe. Um, as far as passing by the shopping center, yes, we didn't want them to also have bright lights shining on Durham Road. Um, and, you know, did they really have to have that kind of stuff? No, I don't think so. Most of those lights you're talking about have to do with the front entrance and so on. I know that Borscht Belt, for example, is coming up. I don't know if you're aware of this. They have a neon uh, sign in their window. Which is kind of a ridiculous old thing anyway. Uh, I did see, like you're saying, in certain spots not to have it, but to, you know, to put an outright blank. I mean, it's there. Let it stay there. But the LED is a thing of the future. I mean, it's now. It's a now thing. Not just future. It's now. Uh, getting rid of all the other light bulbs it's going to be hard to buy some of those light bulbs, and uh, you know it's more expensive to install, uh, cheaper to run. That's right. I, I think it's a good idea, uh, you know, and hopefully we can do that. And uh, I know the signage regulations are really a mess. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Miss um, the uh, Peggy uh, said this much at a recent meeting. Um, the chair of the uh, the um, planning commission. So uh, I don't know if anything could be done to uh, rationalize the whole signage ordinances. Uh, it seems like, you know, it's something we're going to have to live with, basically. It's a mess. <laughs> uh, two other quick things. When the township always, they always did it, no matter who was on the board. I mean, talk way back. They'd always say, oh, Newtown has the cheapest 
you know, military for, for taxes. Yeah, but a lot of times you're talking apples and oranges, uh, like Northampton, uh, uh, for example. I mean, a lot larger township, plus they include trash in their taxes. Yeah. They, Northampton okay. does trash. You don't, you don't solicit your own private trash hauler, you know, like Newtown does. So it's, it's a lot of times it's apples and oranges. I don't know about the other townships, but I'm sure there's some differences about why they're higher. Yeah. So you know, Newtown projects that thing. Where, oh, we're uh, uh, lowest taxes. Like I said, it's not just you guys; it's before you guys. They did it. All, they always did it. Yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of that because <clears throat> just because of what you said, but also, uh, you know. Um, at this rate, we're not going to be the lowest pretty soon. So that's going to go out the window, that table. <laughs> um, well, you know, I yeah. know that I pay 200 and something dollars a quarter, I think, for trash removal. And I did a survey about having uh, at another Meet Mac Monday, we were talking about having a township trash pickup. And I, I I think it was 50-54 against that. So don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, I don't know. I think uh my experience because I helped organize in our development a single uh company uh to do our trash and we did it on a volunteer basis. Most people signed up for and we saved money. And that went on for three years, and now people are not so much interested. They're going to choose their own and go their own way. So it's a difficult, difficult to uh, get anything like that done. I think if there's no other questions, did you have something else, John? You said well, the the light over on uh, Newtown Yardley Road. I mean, uh, you probably heard me say it uh, at least one of the township meetings. I'm sure I said it more than one that. I worked the Chamber Hall for almost two years, and they have a flashing light there. Right. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> so the people want it, but what they're asking for is not going to be a cure-all for them. I don't think it's worth the money. You know, I mean, I, I said I worked at Chandler, and I'd be on Sycamore Street waiting at the cars so I could get the people across, and then waving at the cars. And don't matter. You wave and everything, and they don't stop. You know, maybe one one out of eight cars maybe would stop, but most of them zoom right by. Yeah, I know. I well, I think the lowering of the speed limit to twenty five miles per hour is much more uh, effective. Uh, although people still don't do that uh, speed limit, and from what I heard from the police department, they can only issue uh, speeding tickets if you're going about more than ten miles per hour over the speed limit. So. At least that would limit it to 35 miles per hour, <laughs> that they can travel faster than the speed limit. But um, I'm not sure how effective those are, but this is controlled by, this is different than what's at the, uh, the Chandler Hall, where it's actually controlled by the um, pedestrian trying to cross. They push a button and the blinking, it starts blinking. It's not just 
it's at eye level as well as overhead. It's really uh, visually different than at Chandler Hall. Like George School. Right. It's it's sort of like that. Uh, I don't know how effective that is. But I know like on uh, Lower Darlington Road with the trail, I walk that every day and I've been testing whether people stop for me on the crosswalks where there are no flashing lights. And most of they do stop. I haven't seen somebody try to kill me yet. Uh, but um, so hopefully uh, it'll be just more of an educational thing. I had thought that we would get a grant, like I said, to, to do those flashing lights, but I think that the money that we got is going to go to the same thing on Silo Drive and North Sycamore. There's going to be something installed there first, probably. Anyway, uh, I think uh, we covered a lot of uh, questions. I'm sorry if I didn't answer everything. And I... Uh, I gave you an overview of the manager's budget report. I mean, what I said in my presentation is not necessarily my opinion. It's what the township manager put before the board of supervisors. And I hope we're going to have a, a lot of discussion at future supervisors meetings and um, see where this goes. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for being here and if everybody's okay with it i'm gonna end the meeting and uh, hopefully you'll come back and uh, get out there and vote i already uh, voted today by mail and uh, so we'll see you soon okay bye everybody